Welcome back to Motherhood Unscripted. I am your host, Kelly. And before we dive into the Real Housewives of Orange County recap, I want to share with you a funny little story of something that my kids said. I feel like this could really be its own segment regularly. I just don't know what to call it, but I keep a note in my phone and I I put quotes in there of things that my kids said so that I won't forget it. So yesterday, my kids were telling me about a new librarian at their school, and they were talking about how much they miss their old librarian, and this new one is okay, but I was trying to ask questions about her, and so I said, what is she like? Like, is she young? And my son said, no, she's like 30. Um, so I will be seeing myself out. <laughs> I am 35 years old, so I guess you can just take me out to pasture. (laughs) I'm not crying. I'm laughing. Okay, let's talk about today's episode. All right. Well, now that all that drama is out of the way, let's dive into season 17, episode 13. It was just released yesterday, September 6th, and I just watched it this morning. So I'm watching it on Peacock, and I realized that if you watch it on any other streaming service, you might not see some of the scenes because on Peacock, they it's kind of like an extended cut. So there's extra scenes. So if there's ever anything I... I'm talking about that you don't understand. It's probably because you're watching it on a different streaming service, but that's fine. There's not a lot that you miss out on. So the episode starts with Shannon at Dr. Moon's office. Dr. Moon. She's been with him for so, so long. And you got to love Dr. Moon. He reminds me of Dr. Now in that he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He just tells it like it is. And he's basically calling her out for eating too much and talking too much. And she says, it's making her belly sag. And he says, yeah, your face is sagging too. And I'm just thinking, I don't have thick enough skin to continue seeing a doctor like that, that tells me the truth, the truth that is too painful for me to hear. (laughs) So I just had to laugh though, because man, Dr. Moon, he's vicious. And then she also talks about a device that she's trying to patent with Dr. Moon. And it's like a home colonic thing that you can do in the privacy of your own bathroom. I don't know. There was a couple seasons ago where she got a piece of plastic or she thought stuck up her butt because she was trying to do a clonic at home. So now she's trying to come out with a piece that's much smaller and easier to use and that hopefully won't get stuck. I don't know. I, I... I don't know anybody that does this at home. Is this just an OC thing? Is it because I'm in the Midwest that I I don't know anybody that does this sort of thing? I guess it's probably a little taboo. People probably aren't posting about their home clonics that they're doing. Um, but yeah, interesting, interesting source of revenue. The next scene is Jen talking with her mom about her divorce. I guess her mom wasn't really approving um, when she divorced her ex-husband, Will, and started dating Ryan. I think she was probably disapproving because of the infidelity that went on within Jen and Will's marriage um, on Jen's behalf. And so I think her mom was kind of disappointed with that. And, you know, Jen is really, she comes off as meek and mild, not really outgoing or outspoken like a lot of the other girls on this cast. And I like Jen. It's not that I don't like her, but I don't know that she really brings a whole lot to the table when it comes to Real Housewives and the drama that people expect to see on these seasons. Um, however, I do feel like this storyline about her 
splitting and you know moving on is probably relatable to a lot of people, especially when you go through a family disapproving of your choices. So I get it. I can appreciate it, but I don't know. It's it's a it's a little boring, I will say. Now the next scene is um, the girls all getting ready to go to a party to celebrate the HD network. So um, Heather Dubrow is working with I think it's Mark Cuban on a a new streaming service called Fireside. It's this interactive app. Um, I actually haven't heard of it besides this. I haven't bothered to look it up, but apparently within this app, there's going to be the HD network. And the whole thing seems a little bit confusing to me. And it it seems to be confusing to the other girls too, because they're like, wait, how do you interact? Is this like Instagram live? Like, is this like TikTok? Is this like OnlyFans? Like, what is this? Um, so... I, I still don't actually know what's going on with that Fireside app. I wonder if it is going to eventually get big. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But when it comes to that party, I was loving the fashion. I loved Tamara's bright lime green blazer with the heels. I thought she looked really good. Jen was also wearing lime green, but it was like a silky button up. I thought Tamara's outfit was better just in my opinion. But I, I am actually kind of loving the fashion. It's not too much... Um, but, but yeah, it's good. And then when Emily came out in her red dress, it really kind of took me by surprise because I follow her on Instagram now and she's been going through this like weight loss and fitness journey and she looks amazing. She's, you know, killing it in the gym. Um, I'm not going to speak on if Ozempic or any of those drugs have played a part in it because I know that those have been really popular and everyone seems to be doing it. But there are clips of her actually working out in the gym. So however you decide to lose weight and get fit and healthy, that is up to you. We're in no place to judge how somebody does it. But in this episode, when you see her in the red dress, this is clearly before she really started losing weight and getting fit. And it's, it's kind of surprising to see her in this season because she looks so different now. But anyway, at this party, Emily is saying that while at BravoCon... Heather told Emily that Shannon was talking shit, but that she couldn't say exactly what it was because it's, quote, in the vault. And we keep hearing about this vault and that every t- this has come up a lot this season because Shannon has been talking to everyone about her relationship with John and she keeps telling everyone to keep it in the vault, but then she forgets who she has talked to and about what. And so then they're all kind of coming together and talking about it and Shannon's getting upset and it's like, well... You have talked to everyone about it. So it's, I don't know, that's kind of where the vault comes from. But regardless, Emily at this dinner is kind of peeved with Heather because she has this information that she's holding on to. So while they're at this dinner, Emily is drinking quite a bit. She hasn't eaten anything. So she's even more drunk than she probably normally would have been if she had eaten something. And she's being a little ornery. Um, She calls Heather's nails hooker nails. And then she's eating this cucumber, this like slice of cucumber, like it's a fruit roll up. Um, And then she makes comments about Heather's decorations at the party saying, Heather, I think you should put initials on more things because there's literally HDs everywhere. There's even little chocolate treats at the end that are in the shape of an H and a D. And then she doubles down and says, I'm surprised we didn't get branded on our foreheads with an HD when we got here. And it is funny, but Heather's just really not having it. And Gina is sitting beside her and is like, hey, you're being kind of a dick. Like just chill, stop. And then there's this 
side note of Gina saying, you know, just call me after the party and we can talk shit on it together like normal people. And honestly, she is so real for that comment. But at the party, you can tell Heather's getting very, very annoyed with her behavior. And honestly, I can understand why she put together this big party. She's trying to celebrate this accomplishment in her life. Like this party is for the Heather Dubrow network. It's not like any other dinner where she's just trying to make it all about her. Like this was always the plan. So for Emily to come in and kind of shit all over it, I can see why Heather is annoyed by that. Then after the party, Heather and Terry go back to their house to say their final goodbyes because they have sold their home for $55 million. And this whole process moved really quick. We didn't even really hear about it until I think it was last week's episode that they were even considering or getting serious about selling it. And for a moment, things were in escrow. They didn't know what was going to happen. So they kept it very close to the vest. And that's understandable. I have a husband who is in real estate. And he doesn't really talk about deals until they are signed, sealed, delivered. Like there, there is a protocol with some of this. Well, I can understand why she wouldn't go out and announce, you know, that they were selling their house. She also did mention later in the episode that there was an NDA in place in regards to the sale. So that's why she couldn't talk about it. Um, I actually looked up who bought the house and the name has not been released. All we know is that they are people from Asia with ties to Hong Kong and mainland China. Um, and then apparently this same buyer also bought Mark Wahlberg's home for $55 million in LA as well. So they're just quite literally swimming in cash because they bought these houses for cash, BTW. And then you see this sweet little candid moment, about as candid as their photos from Disneyland. But anyway, you see them dancing and letting their hair down and just having fun in their house, celebrating this next chapter in their lives. It's actually a kind of a sweet moment, I thought. Um, it turns out they ended up buying a $16.1 million home in Beverly Hills, that they intend to spend three years renovating. They've also got that apartment, pied-a-terre, whatever you want to call it, in LA um, that they're going to be spending their time in, I assume, while they're renovating this other house. The other house is really kind of underwhelming compared to the house that they sold, the Chateau Dubrow. Um, I was kind of stunned when I saw pictures of it. I'll put it on our Instagram, your favorite podcaster. Um, go follow me there if you want to check out pictures. But I was a little underwhelmed by the listing. I can see why they want to renovate it because just knowing their style and the way that they tend to live, it was kind of surprising to see that that is what they settled on. But I'm curious to see how they end up renovating it. I think it's going to be fabulous. I'm excited to see what they do with it. But also... I wonder if this means that she's going to be switching over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now because we saw Taylor do that, except I think Taylor came from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to the OC. So are we kind of like swapping characters? Is she going to join Kyle and Erica Jane? And um, I don't think Lisa Rinna is on it anymore, but I, I would be curious to see what's going to happen as far as the Real Housewives franchise goes as well. So lots to look forward to. All right, moving on. The next day, all of the girls start finding out about Heather selling her house, and they're all kind of annoyed that she never said anything to them about it. And they're really they're really kind of blowing this up into something that I think is bigger than it actually is, but they need some reason to kind of chastise Heather, I guess, because Heather's usually the one chastising everyone else or scolding everyone else. So this kind of gives the girls an opportunity to kind of 
take her down a peg or two, or at least that's kind of the vibe that I get from it. So as with every season of any housewives, they end up taking a girl's trip. And this year's girl's trip is going to be in Riviera Maya. And so during this episode, they all make it down to Riviera Maya. And at the very first dinner, they all bring up the sale of Heather's house and they just start going in on Heather. And Shannon is peeved because she says, quote, other people are criticized for not sharing important things, end quote, which is obviously a reference to her relationship woes with John and how she talks about it, but tells everyone else not to talk about it and doesn't want to share and doesn't want to open up and be truthful, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know, I guess I can kind of see where Shannon's coming from, although I still think it's reaching a little bit because it's just about the sale of their home. It's not like they're getting divorced or there's issues within their marriage. It's kind of like comparing apples and oranges, in my opinion. Um, The the employees of the resort who are basically working the dinner are speaking in Spanish to each other and they say, this soap opera is good. And it like captions it at the bottom. And I wonder if that's really what he said. Um, Because if so, then that is amazing. And then Emily starts going off. Tamara giggling at the table, honestly, is everyone because this is the most petty argument I think I've ever seen in the history of Real Housewives of OC. They're bringing up the pettiest stuff. They're talking about how Emily was eating the cucumber slice like it was a fruit roll up. And Emily's like, well, there was sand in it. I, it's like, I'm literally watching middle schoolers fight right now. And then Emily makes a comment about Heather looking like a whale trainer in her, in her surf suit that she was wearing a few episodes back. And all of it is just this super petty back and forth. And then Emily brings up what happened at BravoCon. So we kind of see it like cycle back. And she says that Heather came into Emily's room and said that Shannon had really not nice things to say about everyone on the cast, but that she couldn't say what it was she said because it was in the vault. And so Emily is annoyed by that. And then Gina chimes in to be like, actually, I was in the room at the time and I do remember this conversation happening, but I remembered it as Heather saying that Tamara was the one talking shit on everybody. And she was like, but I don't really know because I was getting my hair blown out. So (laughs) we're just... I don't know. Who knows who's right and who's wrong? But towards the end, classic Heather with the, by the way, and by the way, by the way, and by the way, she says, I don't care what you think with these big eyes. And then Emily is like flapping her hands, imitating Heather. I mean, Heather has met her match with Emily because these two are going toe-to-toe. Emily is an attorney. She's well-versed in arguing. Heather is very articulate and intelligent. And so I feel like these two, I feel like I'm watching Celebrity Deathmatch and I'm just kind of watching this ping pong back and forth of these girls kind of throwing shade at each other. And then of course it says, to be continued until next week. So we'll see what happens next week. I'm excited to see how this turns out, but I I don't know whose side I'm on, honestly, if I'm on Emily's or Heather's, because I really like Heather. I am a bit impartial to Heather. I know so many people dislike her because they think that she's pretentious, but she just sold a home for $55 million. Of course, she's pretentious. She's got so much money. At least she's unapologetically herself. She does deny that she's pretentious, but like you call yourself fancy pants. So I don't know. There's a little bit of a 
um, inconsistency there, I guess, or hypocrisy. I don't know, but I like Heather. Okay. So I do like her. I also really like Emily. So I don't know. I feel like Emily has some balls for going up against Heather, who is known to kind of knock people down and belittle them a little bit. So kudos to her for standing up to her. I guess we'll see what happens next week. And our next episode is going to be on trending topics. So there has been a lot going on this week between Burning Man and the eight passengers van or whatever on YouTube. That family, the mom was just arrested and charged with multiple counts of child abuse. So we're definitely going to be talking about that. There's been some other things going on this week too that I want to talk to you guys about. So stay tuned for that. I'll probably be recording that one on Friday. So I hope you're enjoying these TV rewatch episode recaps, whatever whatever we're going to call them. I guess I don't have a name yet, but if you have a suggestion on what I should call these segments, feel free to leave it in the comments on my Instagram or shoot me a message on there. Um, until, until next time, I'm not even going to say next week because the next episode is actually going to come out probably the day after tomorrow or tomorrow. Today's Thursday. Okay. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>